Welcome to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner, a show about shifting our individual and collective beliefs on what is possible for the future of humanity. As our understanding of how our reality continues to shift, we are at a point of reunification between science and spirituality. What does the world look like when we break free from the generational trauma that has kept most humans playing small for thousands of years and step into our full power as the co-creators of this reality? I always ask that you keep an open mind with this podcast. Ask yourself what resonates with my truth at this time and what does not. Respect your intuition, but see if you can get through the whole show because there might be that little nugget buried deep in the conversation that unlocks something for you. Thank you again for joining me today on Changing the Channel. I am joined Melanie Fugelson. She is here to shine a light on your light. She's a heart channeler, a holder of earth codes, a galactic shaman, and she speaks light language. She woke up in 2021 and is ever curious about the expansion of Gaia and the highest version of you. So welcome to the show, Melanie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, yeah, you're very welcome. So you've been con- connected to your galactic roots. Um, I'm not sure if since 2021 or possibly from before that. So just kind of walk us through that process of getting connected back to, you know, the galactic aspect of yourself. Yeah, that I've, I'm consciously connected to them since 2021, but I am sure that I have been connected for much longer. Um, but yeah, it's... It's so, they came in during, like, I I started a really curious phase. So I I had a time in my life where I said, okay, so now I can't keep being a skeptic. I, I can't keep ignoring everything. So I was like, I said to my husband, I was like, now I'm going to be more curious. And so over the course of a year, I became more and more curious. I started doing more meditations and... I didn't really have that awakening moment that you hear about when you listen to podcasts like this. And so you're walking around, you're like, oh, will anything ever happen to me? Or am I just going to never be connected? Um, But I, I did see glimpses. And obviously, it was divinely orchestrated for me to also be able to catch on and and to even be in that moment once a deeper remembering happened for me um and for me it happened during I was journaling so it came out in writing first so I was sitting after a meditation so I journaled and then all of a sudden my hand just started moving in ways that I'd never seen before and just kept going and going and I was like what is this what is this um and so I freaked right out. I had to run out and I even said to my husband, I was like, look at this. I am now writing gibberish. And he's like, yeah, excellent. And then I was like, oh, but, and I'm not even done. So then I had to rush back in and like, I had a full page more coming in. And the only understanding that like somehow I understood that these would be activation codes, but even the word activation and codes. And I was like, codes, what are codes even? And how is this a written language? Um, So there were all of these questions that then, yeah, I just had to Google and and try and figure out. Yeah. And that, that, that like little spark kind of sent you on this pathway of trying to understand. So, um, you know, it it definitely, for me, it started with the meditation as well. That, That was like, 
the first step, and I think that's the first step in kind of any higher consciousness experience is, is quieting that, that egoic mind, being able to kind of settle in and connect with um, the, the other aspects of yourself that you're not familiar with from mm. just your, your day-to-day travels, right? Um, and then... Yeah, I would say even, even the curiosity of listening is was for me the beginning and and for many others now just the because to me as well it can the meditation can seem so so daunting when oh it has to be an hour of meditation but for me as well even an hour in the garden and like doing things but not necessarily having the mind run wild mm-hmm. so so other forms of yeah, quieting activities. A, a forest walk can right. be quieting. So there, to me, it can be many things. But yes, definitely the quieting of the egoic voice. I want to take a minute from the show to share how you can support changing the channel. This show is my passion project. And if you feel called to support, the best place to start is by subscribing and sharing the podcast on whatever platform you're listening You can also use the link in the show description to provide one-time or monthly support. Next would be to check out my website in the show notes where you can become a VIP of the show and check out the many offerings I have to support people on their journey. Finally, you can engage with the Q&A and polls to have a direct say in the direction of the show. I'm forever thankful for your support. And now, back to the show. Right, it's slowing down. It's like, you know, taking that that 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour just to slow down and really, yeah, it, it can be whatever it is. It, it could be your your passion project. It could be yeah. knitting or crocheting or painting or just anything that is switching your, um, you know, your parasympathetic uh, nervous system off and allowing you to reset and to, to really kind of turn, tune into the body and tune into what what you are experiencing inside that that body of yours so yeah definitely. so then you were writing down light language and then it's kind of progressed since then so tell us a little bit more about what what you're doing uh currently with with your galactic connections um yeah it it then turned um writing i've it it's written channeling. It's turned into light, spoken light language as well. It's turned into hand movements, um, and and light language. Um, for those of you that have never ever heard of it, it is sort of a galactic, sort of a universal language of love and of light. So it's a frequency language where the English language can be so, or any language. I am natively danish so as so any language that we speak we have these agreements we have social norms of what do these words means when we say them to each other what are the coding behind it there can be deep social meetings in it or some context of some words that are really hurtful or so there's a lot of things that is written into the language that we speak whereas light language forces you to bypass the listening of the mind and actually just speak straight to your heart. So that's why it's so powerful to speak like that language because it can be as long as I connect to the highest in me and transmit a frequency to you, you will hear something that is for you. Hmm. 
in a frequency that is for you. And I've, I've now done some workshops with other people where I have several people that I then speak light language to, and I find that my light language will change depending on the person I speak it to. So it, it can become very individual. Like sometimes the galactics will come in and be like, yep, okay, so this person definitely needs something and I'll just allow it to come through me. And so that will be very individual. And sometimes it, it seems like it's a, a greater collective thing, something that needs to be shared. And sometimes I get drawings or sometimes I get sound that I then share on social media or whatever. So that's a shared message, something for all of us. Beautiful. Yeah. When, when we were doing our, uh, uh, you know, our pre-show uh, interview, there was some messages that were coming through you and you're like, if, yeah. if you're open to this, like I have some messages for you. We did the light language. And, um, you know, since then, I've definitely felt, felt a little bit more tapped in, a little bit more connected. Things have been happening to me that, that are certainly in line with the pathway that I need to be taking, that I'm here to be, um, you know, the, the pathway that I'm here to, to experience. And it is kind of fascinating how just, you know, one or two little sessions with some light language, especially if, if you are drawn towards that, if this is resonating with you, I mean, certainly seeking out somebody uh, that is capable of, of giving you these light languages, it can, it can change the way that you have your perspective on reality, it can change how you are experiencing reality, it can change the amount of love that you're able to bring into your heart and the amount of peace that you're able to experience. And that's, that's just been my experience um, with yeah. a, a couple different um, iterations of light language. There's, there's some people on YouTube that are doing it. There's some people that have their own websites that do it. Yeah. Um, and it has been a very, um, you know, kind of, it, it shifts you a little bit. And, and depending on your conscious awareness it it can shift you a lot if you're if you're aware of everything that's going on and then you know the difference between monday and thursday of that week you know you can you yeah. can really start to experience what that difference what that shift is so yeah yeah is, no light language is incredibly powerful and takes you right to because and because it works in frequency it, it can work straight in quantum which which is so powerful because it can bypass so many things and especially the human mind, which is often um, what holds us back. Right. But it's, yeah, I've, I've been really in the past couple, couple of months, I've been able to, because that's always the journey, right? We're able to heal something within ourselves that then opens us up for more healing in others. And so I've been able to really tap into this, um, connection where I connect directly to a person and I'm then able to see in their field and see where their blocks are. So where a human is, so where maybe some traumas or something from, it can be from this life, a past life, an ancestral life, something that is coded into your DNA, but I can actually now sense it in your field and I can then speak light language directly to it to transmute it to then have it like it the transformations are astounding even me and I love the name of your podcast because it truly is just like I am the channel because we're all just we're all capable of tapping into this energy um and sometimes you just need a tiny nudge to 
change the channel or to listen to another frequency, to hear something new within yourself. Or sometimes you just need this another person to say that thing to you. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I've heard this so many times, but then you hear it again. And then you, I call it soul hearing. Like then you hear it in your soul and it just, yes, that's what I needed. Yeah, soul hearing. Soul hearing. I've, I've definitely experienced that. Listening, you know, watching a video and, you know, hearing this, this idea, you know, how to, how to manifest, how to change your reality, how to tune into a different reality. And you hear yeah. it two, three, five times. And then one time you listen to it and it's like, oh, wait a second. Like I'm doing that. I've, I'm recognizing that this is actually exactly what I've been doing on a subconscious or unconscious level. And then now it, now it's operating in the consciousness. Now you're like, okay, wow, that, that makes so much sense. This is what I've been doing. This is how I've been showing up. And then all of a sudden you're now, you know, fully aware of what that, what that is, what that meaning is. So yeah. Yeah. I, I love that term soul healing. Yeah. So do you, do you understand, do you know where these light languages are coming from? Is it coming from a collective? Is it coming from different beings each time? Like, do you get a sense of where this is all coming from? Yeah, I am, I am currently, so I have, um, well, it seems like we're all upgrading all the time. I've tapped into, at first, it, they presented themselves as the Galactic Collective, but was actually unwilling to give themselves a name. They were like, it doesn't matter, you choose, because it's not important. Um, and from there, I definitely sensed quite a few different, um, star races if you will um so there were there has been i have connected to pallades to andromedans to lyrans to some Arcturians. so there are different different beings coming in with different information for me when i needed that um my feeling is that they're all they're all me <laughs> so they're all my lifetimes they're all something that i have connected with before so it's all really a remembering um, and lately I've connected with energies that call themselves the High Council of Five, which is a, an even, like a, a bigger energy is all I can say. Like it feels, it definitely feels like there's been a shift within my system to be able to hold the frequencies of, of these, of these five beings. Yeah, yeah. From from what I've been able to kind of ascertain in in my journey is that you know there's there's different levels. There's different levels of being. So uh, kind of Ken Wilber talks about this. How we're all both parts of a thing and also whole. We're also a a whole thing. So mm -hmm. like humans are um, a whole a bunch uh, a group of different organs and smaller entities that make up this one thing called the whole human. Yeah. But, you know, at the fundamental level, we're made up of all these different parts that, that combine into this whole thing. And as we continue up that process, so, you know, at, at, on the physical level, we're kind of getting to the, the maximum size of the physical level. You know, you've got planets, then you've got stars, then you've got galaxies. And that's like the ascension on the physical level. And then in the spiritual level, you have these different levels of spiritual beings. And again, mm. they, they kind of, uh, they start out as parts and then they work them themselves back into a whole being. And that's why you probably feel like it's a larger being because it is, it's a collection of different 
smaller collectives that have kind of amassed their intelligence and their consciousness into this one being. And that's, that's the whole ebb and flow of um, oneness to separation back to oneness again. It's, it's always mm. this, this up and down motion of, you know, we are everything. We're the totality of the consciousness of the universe. And we're also these smaller beings, these humans that we call, or we're also the collection of cells that make up that human body. We're also the collection of atoms that make up the cells of that human body. We're also a collection of the quantum aspect of, you know, uh, these wavelengths that are flowing through us that are connecting us to both the past, present and future versions of ourselves. Um, so it, it, it all just kind of builds on itself, uh, both from the quantum, from the physical, from the mental and from the spiritual realms. And that, that's probably like that, that experience that you're feeling. Yeah. And I think as well that, um, I've also gotten to a point where I really accept that my human mind will not ever really be able to wrap itself around all of this. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I go for the feeling of it. Like it's probably very in the feminine energy, but I, I just, I feel it. And if it feels true and yeah, loving, it feels like a light, it's expensive. I go with it. If it doesn't, I don't welcome it in. So it's, um, yeah, but it's interesting how it's for the mind to be able to make sense of all this. It, it gives it words. It's kind of like with the light language. I could probably explain it in light language, but with the human words, my mind just goes, ah, I, yeah. I don't get it anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, uh, yeah, from, from my uh, masculine perspective coming into it, 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 it's very difficult to just trust the feelings, right? To just trust the, you know, oh, this feels like a good one. It's like, okay, what is this that is coming through me? And then trying to, to put, um, icons onto all these different energies, these different ideas that are coming through and uh, experiencing it from the masculine side. But I have gotten a lot better at releasing the expectation of me understanding or knowing exactly what's going on and just being able to allow exactly what needs to flow through me to flow through me and, and really being that, that clear vessel, that um, clean vehicle for for this energy for this light for this information to kind of be flowing through you because that's the key when you can get that egoic mind when you can get all the old patterns and traumas and everything out of the way now that energy that light that that um information can just flow through your body and it can it can really be spread out into the world with as little um you know as little of your personal perspective put on that that information and that that is always the key like you're always kind of cleaning the mirror uh, as they say in the in the buddhist terms yes i i agree with that but also it's a co-creation so that's also why you will resonate with some channels and not with others because you like the personal co-creation that that channel has chosen to put on that which is also why personal messages are always better brought through by you because you know the full story without having so sometimes in it like and that's the thing if you get to ask a question to a channeler and you're like okay so here's the question how that's still with the english words and what was the feeling behind it what is the deeper meaning like what do you actually need to hear 
Um, and that will always come through to you um, when you're channeling for yourself mm -hmm. as opposed to having it. But I can, I completely agree that it is, it's the non-bias bringing of information, which right. is hard. And that's what I think as a clear channel, you know, you're able to allow whatever that being that is channeling through you to access the information from the person asking the question, right? Like that, that you're able to do that when you can go in and see on a quantum level where the blocks are. And that's because, you know, you're not putting your own perspective on things. You're allowing that channel to work literally through your five sense reality to be able to tap into whatever needs to be tapped into. And, and yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know, and, and each person is different. Again, each person's going to have a different experience of their ability to channel and their ability to tap into uh, these higher energetic beings, these higher energies, this higher um, information that is beginning to flow into uh, this 3D reality. For sure. Yeah. And it, it is just, yeah, it just keeps expanding and it keeps boggling my mind all the all the things that are coming in now and it, it boggles my mind to sit down and whenever I if I do a channel that is just I think okay so I will for instance on Thursday just this Thursday before the equinox I channeled and I channeled information about codes in water um, beautiful but a deeper deepening in my understanding of how important water is and what it holds for all of us and the keys that we can get from water really really beautiful and then i speak to some friends all over the globe and they have all been getting messages about water it seems that now is the time for these messages to come through and for all of us to understand and that boggles my mind like it boggles my mind that we all sit down openly receive and then we basically receive the same messages all over the world yeah yeah it's uh it gives me a lot of hope that they're not only is this message getting out to, you know, 10 or 20 or 30 people, but I imagine, you know, those are just the people that you're connected with. I'm sure exactly. there's many, many, many other people that are getting these very similar messages and that are, yeah. um, again, hopefully sharing these messages. That's what, that's what this podcast is kind of about. It's like, okay, I'm getting these ideas. I'm getting these messages. How do I share them with people in a easy and non, you know, non, uh, fictional frictional way like that that makes yeah. it very easy for people to kind of understand okay here's what i'm experiencing um you know take what you take what you want from it and you know leave what leave what doesn't resonate with you yeah so um we were also talking a little bit earlier uh, again it's it's wonderful to have these deep connections with beings that exist outside of the five sense reality and and to be channeling all this information but then we have to bring it back into our human and then we have to take you know human steps to to do what we feel is right with this information so you know how do you how do you balance having these incredibly beautiful conversations with with these high energy beings and then bring that down in and you know come back home and and you know uh, care for a family and, and have relationships and, and make friends. And, and again, you know, we still live in a world where you have to make money, um, mm. to exist, to, to subside yourself. So, you know, how do you find the balance between those two? 
Um, well, I, I consider myself very lucky to have a family, to have kids that automatically bring me back home and to, that brings me back into this reality. And the thing about kids that are born of this age is that they're so much more connected than we were when we grew up. So it's, that's then the beauty to see how are they naturally open? How can I support them in that journey? How can I, how can I be a parent for the next generation that maybe they don't have to forget as deeply as we needed to? Maybe they can just have some of the things that roll over. At least the conversation is open. Um, and then I was, yeah, in a connection, I was actually given earth codes. So that's why um, I, I call what I do earth codes for starseeds because these codes are actually so grounding. So I get light language to ground. Um, so that, that is helpful and it helps me to go for a walk and speak light language at the trees. <laughs> I mean, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I think it's going to be very important as people, again, realizing that this next generation is a lot more tuned in, a lot more tapped into, um, where humanity is going. Uh, the direction that humanity is going and they're making decisions based off of that. Um, and, you know, we can, from my perspective, you know, the, the people that have been waking up over the last two decades, three decades, you know, they, they went through these kind of darker experiences, these traumatic experiences, a, because they designed it that way, because they wanted to get the full effect. Okay, let's let's look at what is really happening on this planet before we start making changes, right? Like, let's really see the darkness on this planet so that we can understand, okay, how do we get past this, this uh, very dark situation? Because um, I think it seems like there was, there was a, a group of beings that came in that had a very kind of cushy, you know, they grew up with affluence and and they were making a better a better a little bit of change in the world but then they kind of got blocked by this comfortability they were they were too comfortable with the world and how it was existing and then they kind of you know they didn't follow that spiritual pathway they got they got entangled in maybe a little bit more of the materialistic aspect of the 3d reality um, again this is just kind of my perspective that i've i've seen over the last, you know, a couple of, of probably like 30 some years that, that, that some people, they innately have this spiritual ability and then they kind of lose track and go into that, uh, just kind of get stuck in the comfortableness of what has been created on the planet. So if we're going to, if we're going to bring everybody with us on this shift, you had to kind of experience a little bit of that lower level of, of the world, you know, the, the kind of darkness that exists on on the planet so you could get a perspective and then be able to make the change from that that perspective from a uh maybe a little bit more of a, a balanced perspective instead of just always believing that that everyone is is good and has enough and is abundant you know you had to experience that lack of abundance before you could really come in and, and start um you know making changes I, I also think, like, I just have so much admiration and love for the people that came before us because it, because they got us to this point. They got us to this critical mass point where we then all chose to wake up. 
and where the frequencies are just so different. And so when I think back to some of the, some of that and some of the people that I have known, I completely understand. I, I sometimes find it hard now. And in this journey, I've not always thought, yes, I will go out. I will share my codes with the world. I've, I've found it hard as well. Um, so I can completely see in, if you in this open day and age feel like maybe I should hide, I completely understand why you chose in the 80s and 90s to go, I shall hide for a little bit. I might just take a back back seat over here. And we have the internet, like you and I are connecting opposite sides of the world um, and connecting. I have, my network is also all over the world. And so if you're sitting and you're feeling all alone in a small village somewhere and no one else is seeing the world as you're seeing it, oh my God. I just love those people so much. I mean, to think that they did the work anyway, maybe they did it more privately, maybe they did it, but they did it, and here we are, so. Right, yeah, they they formed, you know, smaller schools and smaller groups and smaller communions, and, and again, the power of um, drawing in these, these people to you uh, as you become. And maybe they just did it at home. Maybe they were just a shining light, and maybe that's what their village needed, is that someone was just sitting in meditation every night doing the work without spreading it, but actually planting a seed of light in just that location. Yeah, yeah. It, it, whatever they were doing, the the sacrifices that they were made, yeah, like you said, you know, you have to be very grateful for those because, again, you and I are sitting here having a, an awakening two, three years ago, and we're able to just openly discuss it and put it out into the world and, uh, you know, I, I don't even think maybe five or six years ago we could have been having this conversation and, and felt no. as comfortable about putting it out as we do right now. So, no, it that's is, it. Uh, yeah, it's a testament to to those people. And, and even those people, you know, you think back into like the 1920s and 30s when we we're at uh, just getting over World War One and about to go into World War Two, and we're in this Great Depression and there's people that were, were waking up and and having these experiences that were these channels that were putting out this information. And I don't know, it's hard for me to understand. Um, you know, I, I think uh, that information is now a little bit more available to us. The, the Aster Hicks, um, you know, uh, Aster Hicks, like these people that were channeling, I, they probably weren't putting it out as, as, uh, as much as it looks like from this perspective, they were probably in a very, close-knit group of people who are very handpicked and they were channeling this information for that very small group of people and then you know uh, 50 60 years later and then these videos and these these uh, recordings of them start coming out and we start to really understand what the intelligence that was going on back then um you know what what that meant for humanity today yeah yeah and i think also whenever you hear a story about someone starting to channel, it can also, like, like I said, it can seem so quick. Like it, because always when you look back, you're like, oh, but now this person is channeling and it's beautiful and it's flowing. Like I, I now do gigantic paintings and like very intricate drawings and so much light language is coming through my hands in drawings as well. But, but that's not where it began. Like it began with little 
ch childish gibberish where you were like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, the, this is crazy. But it's then sitting with that where your human mind goes, this is crazy. And you keep sitting with it and you keep working it. And now here we are three years later and I'm like, okay, so this is something I can actually be proud of. But it took me three years. So, and I think that's what we forget sometimes when we hear of these big channelers that they've been doing it for 40 years. But I heard someone the other day, they were like, yeah, they got that first channel and then they shut it down for 10 years because that was, it was too much. So then they only did like a little journaling for 10, 10 years. Mm -hmm. But in this, like now internet, everything and content and it's quick, you can forget that, no, this is a craft like anything else and you have to do the work. It's a practice. You sit with it. It happens to you. Like you can connect in and anyone everyone now on the planet is able to connect in because the frequencies are here. We're totally capable, but it is a practice. Right. And you have to have that belief too. You have to have the belief that you're able to do that. And that's where the internet I think is, is speeding things up is because, um, yeah. you know, yeah, if you're in a small town and there is no frame of reference for what you're experiencing, there's no frame of reference for, you know, you're a channel and you're channeling this information it's that there is yeah you you to to find that belief to find that um belief in yourself that you're able to do this and that this is a normal thing and that this is something that that is good for you uh especially if maybe you have a uh a little bit more of a religious upbringing because a lot of religions shut this down they didn't they did not want channeling they did not want new information um whether they were doing it because they didn't think people could handle it and they wanted to make sure that the information was was as pure as possible or they were doing it to to maintain their power um you know probably it either one it doesn't really matter which one it is um but they were definitely shutting this down and that's where you have these these generational traumas of people being burned at the stake for you know their their uh, six sensibilities, their channeling, their uh, mm. psychic abilities, and all that, and you have that generational trauma in your lineage, like, and and that's again healing that generational trauma so that you can live your highest timeline, to live your best life, to allow the light to emanate through you. Um, yeah. It's it's powerful, and it's crazy to believe that you know we're in this time where th there's a possibility that. 20 30 40 percent of people will, will be tuned in tapped in and and uh will be you know changing the physical reality in such a drastic way that it that it's it just gives me so much hope that that you know yeah. in a world that is full of a lack of hope there is a lot of hope and this this i hope is bringing some more hope to other people to people who are experiencing these things and they're like, I have no idea what, what is going on here. So, um, yeah, I think these conversations are, are beautiful and it's a part of this, this evolution that we have going on. It's amazing. Well, this has been wonderful. I really enjoyed the topics that we got into. Um, I would love to, to have you back on maybe in a couple of months and, and we can kind of get, we can touch base again about, you know, what's coming through because like you said, uh, the difference between the channel information that was that's coming in today versus even like two or three months ago is yeah. is completely different and it's shifting and changing and and I know I didn't experience that 
uh, two or three years ago, you know, I, I had a very similar message for eight or 10 or 12 months. And then it kind of shifted and changed a little bit, but it wasn't like a big change. And now it feels like every two months, it's like completely different message, a completely different idea. What is, what do we need to be working on? And, and it's, it's fascinating to, to experience. Completely agree. Completely agree. Would you maybe want to close us off with a card? I have some language um, cards and I can draw a card on the energies. For Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. So we'll just tune in. So everyone listening to this podcast, just tune in and we will include you in the energy what we're going for in the months to come. If you're Close. driving, please keep your eyes open. For sure. For sure. I will just for the video show this card. This is the card unlearn. So an invitation for everyone to look into what is programming from the old world, what you need to unlearn and how you can listen into yourself more. Beautiful. I really appreciate that, Melanie. That was wonderful. Um, and yeah, for those of you who just experienced your first light language, you know, yeah, tap in, tune in, see what it felt like. If it was like, that is a no for me, then yeah. light language is not your thing. But if you well, my my version of light language is not for you, but there right. might be others out there. But yeah, no, it's definitely a thing that you need to feel, um, and you need to feel from the channel that does the light language and feel like you're connected. But definitely, if you feel there's something there for you, then explore it. Beautiful. And if people are looking uh, to connect with you, what's the best way to get uh, get in contact with you? I am Earth Codes for Star Seeds everywhere. So find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Perfect. I'll make sure I put those in the show notes. And Thank Melanie, you. this was wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank and, you uh, so much, Joe. I will be talking to you in a few short months. That would be wonderful. Thank you again for listening to Changing the Channel with Joe Garner. If you enjoyed the show, please follow the podcast. Hit the bell to know when a new show comes out. Share with a friend and rate us on whatever platform you're tuning in from. It helps get these messages out to more people to create the collective shift in reality we are here to experience. Make sure you interact with the Q&A and poll sections of the show so I can continue to provide content you enjoy. Finally, check out my website in the show notes to become a VIP of Changing the Channel and join the shift that is happening.